welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And you guys, if you are feeling isolated, if you're feeling like you don't have a tribe of women, like-minded people to really help you transcend from where you are right now into the person that you know you are being called to be, or maybe you're getting that soul calling and you're not quite answering it yet and it's turning more into a scream and it's starting to make you feel even more awful than the thought of facing the fear around doing that actual thing. If you're in any of these positions, you have to join me this year at The Bliss Project. It is March 2nd through the 4th in Newport Beach, California, and it is going to be a life-changing weekend. If you've been wanting to bust through your fears and really meet a like-minded tribe of people, this is exactly where you must be. If you're feeling called to this, I want you to go check it out at theblissproject.info right now. It's also in the show notes. And who is this event for? You guys, I really want to get clear on if you're feeling called to it, I want to make sure that you know what is going to go on there. So if you have always had a desire to do something big, but you've always been afraid to follow through, if you feel like you don't have the tools or the expertise to take the next step, if you wish you had that tribe of supportive people, if you're ready to take that next step into the next level, but you have no idea what that's even supposed to look like, or if you just want to feel more fully alive each day. And this is absolutely for you if you want a deeper connection and understanding in your relationships, if you want to become more fulfilled in your own job that you have right now and in daily tasks, if you want to know the true desires of your soul. And if you're ready to enjoy the journey just as much as the destination. And truly, if you are feeling called to expand your spiritual connection, we're going to be doing some incredible exercises, meditations. We have some awesome teachers who are going to come in and really give you the space to understand what that feels like for you. Because for everyone, it's so different. But to be able to do it together uh, makes you feel even more connected than you've ever felt before. So if you're interested in meditation, if you want to create a solid foundation for all of your goals and dreams to be built on, or if you just need a mental reset, a confidence booster, and to really own your own personal power. You guys, this is the place that you want to be. So there are still some tickets left, but they sell out fast. You guys in this year will be the best bliss project that we've ever done. We have a really amazing team working on it and we're adding so many more things than we have ever done in prior years because I know that when I get the opportunity to put 
epic women into a room. I want magical things there so that you guys can truly have the tools to create your own amazing transformation and experiences. And you guys, what happens there is nothing short of miraculous. So if you're ready to create your transformation, if you're ready to step in, if you're ready to have your tribe, this is where you want to be. And I hope that you join us and that I get to meet you and hug you and see you there. So theblissproject.info. I am so happy you guys decided to tune into this podcast today because I had the pleasure of having these two powerhouses in my home, Cassie Ho and Lisa Bilyeu. And together they have the Sheroic podcast. And I had the honor of being on their podcast. So I will link that in the show notes, you guys, so that you can also go and follow along because I know that we're all just in our hearts podcast junkies. So let's start with Cassie Ho. She's an award-winning fitness instructor, entrepreneur, and online personality. She's the founder and CEO of Blogilates, the number one female fitness channel on YouTube with over 500 million video views and 7 million followers across her platform. She was named world's number three most influential person in health and fitness by greatest and a top fitness influencer by Forbes. She's tailing literally right behind Oprah. So Cassie's unique format, Pop Pilates, first appeared on YouTube in 2009 with herself as the sole instructor. And fans began to fall in love with Cassie because she has a bubbly personality. She had fun workouts and she has a genuine approach towards getting fit. For her, it was never, ever about the weight loss, but it was just about being happy. So today, Cassie's choreographed class is being taught over 3,000 times every month by certified pop Pilates instructors at major gyms worldwide. She's also the author of the best-selling book, Hot Body Year Round, and the designer of her own multi-million dollar activewear line, Pop Flex. Oh my gosh. So Lisa Bilyeu is also equally as amazing, such a powerhouse. I love to just be around this woman's energy. So she went from a film student to a full-time housewife to world-class entrepreneur. Lisa is a master of adaptation and personal growth. And as a founding member of the billion dollar company Quest Nutrition, she built the company's entire fulfillment department from scratch. She started shipping orders from her living room floor, you guys, and ultimately built the unit into a full-fledged apartment spanning thousands of square feet. And from there, she turned her talents to marketing and helped build her second division with within Quest, a revolutionary in-house media department that not only made cutting-edge social marketing materials, but also helped facilitate the company's rise to number two on the Inc. 500 list of the fastest-growing private companies. She and her team were responsible for producing content that has been viewed over 200 million times. Now as co-founder and president of Impact Theory and co-host of the Sheroic podcast, her mission is to really create impact in the world and empower women of all ages to see and believe that they can be anything they set their minds to. And in this podcast today, we talk so much about what it really looks like to build businesses like the ones I just mentioned, and also having everything that you could ever dream of. Is there something still missing? And I think you're going to be really surprised at their answers and also feel like you can relate to them on a deeper level than I think you could ever possibly imagine. So let's get started. Cassie and Lisa, I'm so excited to have you guys on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming over today. 
Thanks Thank for having you. us. We're so excited. you guys, this is such a treat for me because I have them in person and I normally don't get to do this. So it was so fun because I just got to be on your amazing podcast, the Sheroic podcast, which yeah. you guys do together. Yeah. So to be able to do this is so much fun to be able to see you and actually hug you in person. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Beautiful place. Oh, thank you. Oh my God, amazing. We love, When you work from home, which we were just talking about, yeah. you kind of need to create like a sacred space for yourself. So do you guys do that for yourself at home because you work so much with what you're doing? Yeah, I feel like sometimes you get so caught up with work that I only have time to either decorate the house or decorate the office. Like I can't do both at (laughs) once. Um, But when I do, I just have so many shipments going in for the entire month. But yeah, Yeah. I think it's so important to have the environment beautiful and relaxing so that you can Mm -hmm. really clear your mind and get creative. Mm, I love that. I didn't realize how important it was before you really start becoming like a high performer in your life. (laughs) How about you? What do you do? Because I know that you were just saying that you work from home. Yeah. So there's like 12 of us full time at the house. Um, And then when we shoot, there's like another 10 people. So, you know, on average once a week, there's 25 people in the home. Um, I started off like really finding it difficult because initially like my house was just my house and it's always that transition where you kind of like, I just jumped into it and there was no room that was off limits. And then I very quickly realized this isn't good for my sanity and Mm -hmm. that I need to feel like I can have an escape place for it. So I was actually, when Mm -hmm. I was telling you earlier that my bedroom now has become like a mini apartment. Mm -hmm. So I've got like a little (laughs) fridge and a microwave and a kettle for my bedroom. So So you can really just survive in there. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. You need like a do not disturb sign on them. Yeah. Oh, Actually, that's or, a great idea. Or one of those like lights, you know, like when you're on air. And yes. You're on yes, 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 yes. Yes. Just on or off. That's all yeah. you need. Just a massive blaring light. So you guys, I would love for you to share, uh, you know, because there's two of you. So we're just yeah. going to see what we can, what we can accomplish today in this time. I could Let's talk to you guys for hours. So Cassie, why don't we start with you? Just kind of, if you could give a small background, I know that you have such a big story and I shared a lot of it before. Um, but if you could just give a small background and what you're doing, you know, what you were doing and what you're doing now and what's the most exciting thing for you. Okay, so to be honest, this is like the hardest question ever. I, I feel like I screw up every time when I tell the story, but I'm, I'm going to be quick. I'm going to do it quick. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. I was a biology major with a business minor, and my parents wanted me to be a medical doctor. I did not, so um, I broke free from that, which is its own story. Uh, tried to pursue fashion, which mm. is where my heart lies, my childhood dream and everything. And um, while I was doing that, I was making YouTube videos mm. for my students in LA as I was moving to Boston. And because I was the only one teaching pop Pilates, which is Pilates to pop music, um, no one else would take over that class once I left. So the students were like, Cassie, what are we going to do without you? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to record a 10 minute video. I'm going to put it on YouTube and you guys can do that when you miss me. And back in 2009, YouTube was not what it was today Mm. at all. No one was monetizing, none of that. You just did it to share content genuinely. And um, after I left, I saw the views and the comments. There were thousands of them, people asking for, oh my gosh, I love this. Can you do a butt workout, an ab workout? And these weren't even the students from the gym. This was random people all over the world. And, um, you know, fast forward, I continued to listen to the comments and listen to the community. And now there's over 
3.9 million of us on YouTube. Um, I now have a fashion line, Popflex mm. Active, where I design activewear. And um, yeah, I that was really quick. I think that covers most of it. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> One more thing. Um, Pop Pilates. So mm. the crazy thing was when I first started teaching at that gym, it was 24 hour fitness. I was the only person teaching that. And now through YouTube and through the growth of the community, there's over 3000 classes being taught every month all over the world, just pop Pilates through our certification program. So that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm really, really proud of because it's creating careers for people, um, to teach other people how to be healthy. And it doesn't matter how you look, it's just about how you feel. Mm, I love that. And I want to go back to that because, you know, it sounds like this perfect, like, oh, this is how it happened. And it just seemed like this natural thing, but I can only imagine all of the consistency and all of the back and forth and the trial and error that went into it. So I'm going to come back to that. But Lisa, I want to hear about how you came about doing what you're doing right now and what's most exciting for you. Yeah, first of all, I'm really impressed, Cassie, how quickly you managed to oh, say that. That was amazing. I, okay, I'm actually like panicking I over here. No, I glossed I need, over like, some bullet points. I glossed myself. over a lot, and I just feel like I was just being super superficial, high, high level. level. Like, it's all good. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> dig in there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, I'm from England, as some people may guess from the accent. I love um, your accent. Came to LA to study film for two months. Um, and walked into my class day one, this really hot guy was standing right there (laughs) that turned out to be my husband of now Mm. 15 years. Um, Moved to America, I'm trying to gloss over it like you, like it's major (laughs) steps. It's Um, hard. It is hard. Um, And then really, um, over time, we both had the goal and the dream of um, being in film, but very quickly we realized putting creative control in the hands of other people Mm. wasn't something that just felt right for us. Um, When you're pouring your heart into anything creative and then someone comes along and takes it and adjusts and changes it, you kind of feel like a bit like you're losing a piece of yourself. So we just decided, all right, from now on, anything we do creative, we're going to have the control over. So if that means we can't make big films, because that was the dream, like big blockbusters, Mm. um, it doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, it's what is satisfying inside for you. And so once we realized that, we went down the path of just entrepreneurship. But initially, it was trying to make money. So my husband went out, um, really tried to like build a business. And I was a stay at home wife. And so for seven years, he was trying to make money and I was a stay-at-home wife and that's really where I found fitness and really got to understand like the gym and kind of would, Mm. you know, go, but I was still kind of playing at a very low level. Um, And then one day he came home and he was like, I'm absolutely miserable. I I can't do this anymore. Like I've got to stop chasing money. And I was like, yes, 100% yes. To me, if you're miserable, like I'd rather live in a hut Mm. and do something that I'm fulfilled and creatively like energized then have a beautiful house but feel completely empty inside Mm. so for me literally when he said that I was on board 100% and so that's where basically Quest started him and his business partners they all agreed that they were really miserable and all the wives were miserable and it was like do we just put everything on the line and we just bought our first house at that point Mm. and my husband's like if this goes down, if Quest doesn't succeed, we lose the house, we're in debt. I mean, you lose everything. And so I just was like, what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is that I lose the house. I'm never going to be homeless because I know I've got family that can take care of me. Not that I want that to happen, mm-hmm. but I know that's the truth. 
And the other worst thing is to starve to death. And mm. I knew really that would never happen either because if I had to, I could collect coupons and I'd already started on our marriage like that. So it wasn't a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, like I'm not attached to anything, um, tan- you know, like physical. I don't care if I lose a house. Like as long mm. as we're happy and we're chasing our dream, let's do it. And of course, everybody was like, you're crazy. What are you doing? What do you guys know about protein bars? And <laughs> we just didn't listen. And we're like, you know what? This sounds awesome like this sounds like Mm. fun is fitness it's also about inspiring people it's not just about the body it's about internally how people feel when they're fit and healthy Mm. and so we just went for it and my husband and his business partners and we started quest and you know within three years we became the fastest growing um, nutrition company or sorry the fastest growing company second fastest in north america um valuated a billion dollars within four years and you know that's kind of where everything began in the self-help arena Mm. I guess it's to say Mm -hmm. because quest was about fixing the body and then um last year we basically transitioned into now working on the mind and it's fantastic seeing people who you can really help you know motivate in the gym by giving them a sweet treat that's also good for them but that's just a certain type of person. What about the people that can't get their mindset right to get off, off the couch and mm-hmm. go to the gym? What about those people? Those people need help too. They're struggling. And it became very evident that you have to attack both the body and the mind. And so now that obviously Quest attacked, you know, helping the body, now the mission is to help the mind. Mm, I love mm. that. I didn't realize how much of our stories actually are similar. That's so interesting. We'll have to talk on that later. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the backstory too because I I know that people look at you guys and they're like, oh my God, they must have had a break somewhere, which we just heard there really aren't these breaks. It's like that risking it all and following that feeling. So for you, Mm -hmm. um, Cassie, it sounds kind of like, what was, what was the catalyst of saying, yes, this is really what I want to do. And what did that look like when you decide, decided to really go for it? So that moment, well, more like years, yeah. was in my younger years, like high school and college. Mm-hmm. I was a very obedient student, obedient child. Anything my parents told me to do, I would do it. I got the good grades and everything. And then um, when I was 16, I realized, okay, yes, I'm taking all these science and math classes and stuff like that. But I actually really like fashion. I've been designing stuff ever since I was a little girl. I have like this... Um, this notebook that I just draw a bunch yeah. of sketches in. And so I told my dad, I really would love to study design in college because this is my sophomore year, getting ready for, you know, the application stuff. Mm-hmm. And he looked me in the eye and told me that you will not do that. You will make no money. You'll not be successful. And on top of that, you won't make any friends. <laughs> I don't know where the friends part oh, came oh, about. Okay. I, I think it's he made some core, extra twist. Yeah, that extra twist. <laughs> and it scared me. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so you can be a doctor um, and you can design on the side if you would like. So I was like, okay. Like it was sad, but I like went along with it. So that's when I was 16. Um, ended up getting a full ride scholarship to college where I studied biology. Now, my first couple years, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'll do my design thing. I was like, kind of like put my heart like in the back of my head. Mm. And then um, I started being really unhappy because I had this realization that I need to live for myself and not for my parents. And I, mm. and I think, I feel like I grew up kind of slow. Like I think most of my friends had that rebellious phase when they were in their preteen years. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
18. <laughs> anyway, so um, I realized that. And then I told them, hey, like, I, I'm going to switch majors. I'm going to do something different. And it was crazy. Like my dad and mom started yelling at me like really hard. They told, basically told me they were going to disown me. And it was like mm. terrible. And they're like, you're going to ruin your future. You're going to dishonor the family, all this kind of stuff. And so I was like, okay. So wow. I, I tried another semester to like, just get through this, get through um, all the classes I needed for the MCAT. And then I just realized I am just so unhappy. And the only way I could prove to them that I wasn't going to pursue this anymore, besides explaining it to them, because it wasn't getting through the head, was to sabotage myself. So mm. what I did was I dropped out of organic chemistry, which was the last class I needed to take the MCAT. And so this was going to ruin like that perfect timeline and everything. Right. Um, and once I did that, the parents were extremely upset. Mm. Um, and over the next uh, few years, we didn't talk to each other anymore. And that's when I moved over to Boston and um, tried to pursue a career in fashion buying and everything. Mm. Meanwhile, all my Pilates stuff was going on. I was always teaching Pilates on the side because it's what gave me the most confidence. I felt like I really enjoyed that part. It, it helped my mind relax when I was having so much stress at school. And so luckily, because I kept teaching on the side, eventually it became my full-time job when I quit my first corporate job, hating that. Um, and then, you know, when you really share good content online mm-hmm. because you want to help people, somehow it picks up. And then that's how Blogilates began to grow. Mm. But yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I want to talk about that transition. So so many people, when they are creating a transformation in their life, it's mm. that's exactly what it's going to look like. Everything that you just explained, typically, whether the resistance comes in the form of your parents or your tribe or whoever you're surrounded with, it's kind of like people don't want to hear this, but there's a lot in your life that sometimes you have to put either something on hold or completely leave that tribe or go get somewhere where you can clear your head. So are you, number one, is your relationship better now? And what did that, I mean, what did you have to do to actually get outside of that in order to, you know, go Mm -hmm. form your new life or figure out who you were? What did that transition feel like? It was really, really difficult. I mean, there was a dark point when I was like, who am I living for? Am I living for mm. me or my parents? And if I can't make either of us happy, then I should just not be here. Like it, it got pretty dark. Mm. Um, but luckily nothing happened. Mm. And I just had to be like, I'm going to believe in me. I believe my heart. I trust my heart. I know what it's going. It's going to lead me somewhere special. How did you get special. to that point though? I just had to because yeah. my parents weren't supporting me. And um, I had like a very close friend at the, at the time who was like, you know, just go for it. But you just you kind of have no choice. Like it was kind of like either follow your passion or be miserable for the rest of your life. So I decided to follow my passion. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that meant, you know, not having a great relationship with my parents, then so be it because I'm living for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So the answer to your question, how is my relationship with my parents right now? It's okay. Okay. I think, um, oh, I'm getting teary right Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) But... I always feel like it's so hard to please them, you know? Mm -hmm. And even when it's with like career stuff, I had to go so far and high and beyond for them to be proud of me. And like, even now, like I feel like they still want to have a grasp on my future and my success, whether it's with business or with personal. So anyway, Mm -hmm. it's still a work in progress. No, that's beautiful. I mean, here's the thing is that we... So many people who are going for what they want to go for, number one, is usually because we are trying to finally either seek that 
you know, love and approval from someone or something. It's such a driver. So it's a double-edged sword because while it's beautiful and it's making us get everything that we have ever dreamed of, it's also the main driver behind it is typically because I was the same way. I wanted to finally get my parents' approval and it's in a different form for them. It would be if I was really religious, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's a different, it's a completely different thing, but it's, it's beautiful while it's a constant work in progress. So thank you for sharing that and for letting us also see that there's just, it's a balancing act and Mm -hmm. it's constantly a choice of, um, you know, you get to impact millions and millions and millions of people this way. So you're making a massive shift in the world. So thank you for that. Well, thank you for letting me be vulnerable. (laughs) Feels good, right? Oh man. Can we turn this off and cry for a minute? (laughs) Let's have a tear fest. How about you? For you, what is something that you've had to either, was there resistance, Lisa, in your life that you feel like you had to move past or move through in order to create the life that you're living right now? Um, yeah, definitely. Being um, Greek Orthodox and growing mm. up in a big Greek Orthodox family, um, it was expected that I was going to get married and have kids and that was going to be that. And so when I wanted to study filmmaking at college, I asked my dad and we fought for hours and hours and eventually he gave in and just said, well, you're going to get married and have kids in a way so it doesn't matter. So there was just that type of attitude and he didn't mean it in a horrible way. Yeah. He just meant it like genuinely like, well, this is what you're going to do. Mm. And I never thought of my life like that. And so even when he would say things like that, I was like, okay, well, cool. If that gets me to go to film school, like I didn't take it like personally because mm-hmm. there was no like um, insult, the fact that I couldn't do it. It was just assumed that I wouldn't. Um, and then when I met my husband, Tom, he was like the whitest white boy ever from Tacoma, <laughs> Washington. Um, <laughs> you know, and so here I am, I bring home this American guy to my real, you know, like my strict Greek father and Tom wasn't christened, which growing up in a Greek Orthodox family is, you know, kind of unheard of that you're going to mm. even date somebody. And so by the time, you know, we knew we wanted to get married, um, Tom went and asked for my dad's blessing. And my dad said, no. Wow. Um, and he just was like, I respect you, um, what you've done, you know, to Lisa, for Lisa, like because of how you brought her up, like I love you. And so out of respect, I'm going to tell you that I'm still going to ask her. And so even if you don't give me your blessing, I respect you and I hope you respect me enough to know that I I will take care of your daughter and I'll show you one day that I am the man I want to be. And um, so that obviously wasn't easy, knowing that my dad wasn't necessarily happy that I was going to marry this man who to me was the man of my dreams, let alone move across the entire, you know, world pretty much. Um, And I was the only person in my entire family to marry outside the Greek family. Um, but Tom got christened so that we could get married in a Greek Orthodox church. I don't know if you wow. ever saw the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. That was Love my it. life. <laughs> um, but it is hard, right? When you've got somebody that is so close to you emotionally, um, and it usually is the parents, because we do really seek for their approval. And I think that you even said it, it's the double-edged sword, because I think that is what drives me, right? That for me, it's to make sure that I don't know, like, I don't mind failing, but going into it with open eyes, you know, Mm. like when I'm doing something, because I have this extra little drive of like, well, if I fail, then I've got all this weight that comes on me from my family, whether Mm. it's in my relationship or business. Um, 
I do have this pressure, so I'm gonna try and perform at an elite level. I'm gonna make sure that I'm as prepared as I possibly can. I'm never gonna go into a meeting not knowing my stuff, right? Like all these things I just told myself, this is how you prepare and try not to fail, I think was because I was so much seeking the approval of my family. Mm. And if I didn't have that, I don't know if I would have tried to figure things out when I was failing, pick myself up when I fell, um, I don't know if I would have done that because I don't know what my driving force would have been. Mm. So, Ooh, I love that. So why is it important for both of you guys to fulfill your purpose and live at your highest potential? Because that's really how you guys both show up mm. in the world. You know, it's interesting because I've never asked myself that. It just is. Like, I feel mm. like I wouldn't be a whole person if I didn't. Mm. That's just kind of my answer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think part of being whole for me is to keep reaching higher. Mm. Yeah. I'm getting such a feeling from you of knowing how like, you just know. You just, you're that person on a mission who just knows. And, and it's a gut knowing. It's guttural. It's very clear to you. Like, this is just who I am. This is what I'm doing. I will be, you know, and I find that in a lot of high performers and people who make massive impact on the world is it's, it's very, you're very purpose driven, but it's a knowing. So is there things that you do to get rooted in that? Or is it just something that, because a lot of people are lacking that, right? Mm, They're like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you have that clarity? How do you know? How are you fearless around that? So what, do you have a practice around it or is it just are you able to look more into the future than other people um well I'm definitely very vision driven I like to imagine how I would like my life to be and then Mm. create a plan on how to get there Mm -hmm. but for the most part I think the knowing just comes from trusting your gut and trusting your heart because my whole thing is if it makes you happy do more of it if it does not do less of it And I've just been doing that my entire life and just moving towards things that feel good. And Mm. so it's not that I like know, but I tell myself that I do. And and if I'm going to go for something, I'm going to go real hard. So either I make it hard or I fail hard, but either way you learn. Mm. But crazy concept, right? Going where you feel good. You just, yeah, (laughs) it could lead to interesting things. Maybe we should try more of that. (laughs) That's, I mean, what a great indicator though. Like I'm always like, is this, is this going to be fun? Is this going to feel good? That's like what I'm going off of now, because if you're going to expend all the energy that you're going to expend, you better have some fun doing it or Mm -hmm. it's going to, you're going to be exhausted. It's going to be massive burnout. So Lisa, how about you? Your, your highest, what is the driver behind needing to fulfill your highest potential? Yeah, I think I love the journey itself. Mm -hmm. So like kind of like what Cassie was saying, I set myself for gold and I think, what what am I trying to achieve? Okay, this is what I really want to do. How do I get there? What are the steps I have to take? And I very much anticipate all the steps aren't going to be fun. Mm. And so I kind of prepare myself actually for 20 to 30% is going to be miserable. <laughs> um, 10% I'm probably going to fall smack on my face. 5% I'm going to embarrass myself. But man, the rest of the percent I'm going to love. And mm. then when I get there, finally, it may take me six months instead of a month but when I get there I then move the goalpost Mm. you know so it's always learning driving learning from my mistakes picking myself up getting better improving because then when I can look back in a year in two years and go wow remember when I couldn't do that Mm. like look at where I am now and then I pat myself on the back and I think Mm. that's really important um, to give yourself the credit when you visualize something, work hard for it and achieve it. No matter how you got there, it may have been a total mess, right? You may have ended up with like blood and just, you know, mm-hmm. everything all over you. 
But ultimately, when you reach it, that fulfillment that you really get, um, I love, but I don't stay there. And that's at least, for me, very powerful. Like, mm. I'll enjoy something for maybe a day. Pat mm-hmm. myself on the back. Oh, yeah, look at all the stuff I had to go through. Uh-huh. And then I move the goalpost and I look forward. I don't ever really look behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, that's what drives me. That's what gets me up in the morning every single day. Mm. So define your relationship with fear and failure. Because it sounds like you, I loved that you yeah. said I count on it. Because yeah. I, I do the same thing. I'm like, yes, it's going to be there. So define to me what, what that means. So once upon a time, fear used to paralyze me right? Because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to look stupid. So if there was something that I didn't think I could do, I would just walk away from it. Mm. Um, Because I didn't want to be teased. I was teased at school. So I knew how that felt. And now it's just a mind shift. It's going, okay, well, so what if I fail? What is the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. Okay, I may get embarrassed, but now what? The best thing that can happen is I've just learned. And now Mm. I'm more powerful for it. So I really kind of it's um, that positive reinforcement, right? Where it's, you fall on your face, that sucks. But when you pick yourself up and you go, wow, I've just got so much stronger, that positive reinforcement that I tell myself on the positive side of it makes me go after things that I know that I may fail at and that I may fall on my face because I remind myself of how I feel once I've got past that. Mm. And that's important. I think people get so caught up and paralyzed by what if I fail? The thing is, I know I'm going to fail. Like I just tell myself, like, you're going to fail at some point. Mm -hmm. So stop worrying about it. And it's not that I don't have fear. It's that I overcome the fear. Mm. And I think that's important too, because so many people think, oh, you're so, you've got so much guts, like you're doing this. And it's not that I've got the guts, it's that I'm prepared for what's ahead of me. Mm. And I find joy in that. And if, like what you guys were saying on making sure you're enjoying what you're doing every day, if I can even enjoy the failures and I can turn around and on the, that moment when I'm on my knees and broken and I can go, Lisa, this is a chance for, to show how strong you are. I literally then able to flip it. It's not easy mm-hmm. and have to like you mantras and tell yourself time and time again, like you can do it. But when I'm on the floor, I just go, okay, yep. You remember this. You remember what it felt like, but you remember what happens tomorrow. So get your butt up and, and learn from it. Mm. And so I kind of just talk to myself like that. Mm-hmm. Aren't we always talking to her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you could hear, even thought bubbles right now, I'm just like, okay, yeah, we're always talking to ourselves. So, what are some of your biggest fears right now? Any fears or failures that you're working through? Hmm. Um, so weird. It becomes like a part yeah. of your life. So you have to actually yeah. think about it. In business or personal? <laughs> Anything. Hmm. Um, it's interesting because in business, obviously there is fear fears and and challenges and stuff but it's weird because I don't really look at it that way I just kind of mm-hmm. look at where I want to go and then there's these roadblocks in the way and then I just figure out how to get over it so mm. I'm not fearful in business I'm more like um what's the word like uh I'm more just like I just want to get there I don't mm-hmm. know I, I don't know what the word is for that um Focus, I, I focus, no, I, but also like, I just want to have fun and get mm. there. Like th- these roadblocks are just part of the, the video game. Mm. Like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, I would definitely say my fears lie in my personal mm. side mm-hmm. and that's why I broke down and cried at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, I don't know. I, I want to figure out how to 
how to have a better relationship with my parents Mm -hmm. before they die. Mm. I'm going to stop right there or else it's going to woo be too much. Here's the thing that's so, I'm just loving that you guys are both being so vulnerable because people truly think that once it's together, it's together. You know, it's like, oh, everything must be working great. And it's, there's that whole side of you have to, there's going to be something somewhere because it's just there for us. Technically, I believe Mm. in the end to either make us stronger or make us, maybe you had to look at your business first to build that. So you could really go and spend time over here Mm -hmm. because who knows if you wouldn't have even had time later on to do that relationship because you were a doctor and you're working 24 seven. So there are things that are happening in time, you know, different times of our lives that we don't even realize that I think we have to give ourselves some grace around. Um, but there's always, always something to be working on. And that's the beautiful part of life is the, these contrasts and this dichotomy of just what's going on in your life. So now it's like you did your business, you're, you've figured it out. You're always having fun around it. I love that. And that was the most beautiful answer because it's, it's like, I'm not in fear. I follow the fun in business. And that's why you're so freaking successful is because you've been able to look at it that way. So it's kind of like, how could that run parallel maybe for your relationships, you know? So that's really, really beautiful. I love that you're so vulnerable. So what is, what is, is there anything missing for you guys right now in your life? Yes. And I hope there always is. Because they're the ones, Ooh, what, what's there good. to strive for? Oh, I love that. Like, it, right? like, that's what I was saying by moving the goalpost. It's like, yeah. it's not that I want to feel empty inside, but I absolutely always want a hole to be able to try and fill. Mm. Um, at least that's for me. Mm-hmm. Mine right now on a personal level is definitely my health. Mm. Um, I'm having a lot of microbiome issues. Um, and the more I talk about it, mm-hmm. what's interesting is the more people are coming out just saying, oh my God, I have too. And I really do. It seems like it's this, um, wow. it's females at least, and I'm not, like kind of um I guess don't want to corner myself but it seems like a lot of females are coming out saying they have digestive issues most of the time it seems like it comes from young um 16 year olds 17 year olds and where they just start messing with their diet and that's what you know really happened with me at the age of 16 Mm. I started restricting my diet I went on antibiotics and I had very low immune systems I was getting sick all the time and so over the period of like 17 years I completely ruined my gut biome and so I worry that this is something that's just going to get worse if we don't talk about it and we don't really speak up and that's part of my personal mission um so that's really something that I am trying to help bring to light in the world I guess mm. um, yeah mm-hmm. I it's I'm I'm finding a theme with both of you it's kind of like what's going on in your life is the is what you love to share and what, what you're being pulled to share. So for people who are, you know, one of the biggest things I hear, and I know you guys with your podcast now, you're probably, you, you put your finger on the pulse even more than you already had it. Right. Cause you get to sit and have these in-depth mm-hmm. conversations with people. Um, it's really clarity. Like people who are listening are either lacking clarity or they're lacking the first steps to get started. I find people overthink where they're at and what they're doing nonstop. Mm -hmm. What are some things you would tell people because they're listening right now for that reason, right? You guys are both huge, uh, female girl bosses, like doing amazing epic things. And, they're lacking clarity. They're lacking direction. They maybe they were taught to go where the money is or where their mm-hmm. parents want them to go or things mm-hmm. like that. What would you say to them? Um, 
Well, I think you first need to find that intuition within you and really listen to it. Because I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times people doubt themselves. They think someone else may know better. Um, First of all, if you're in a healthy mental state, I'm just going to say that. Um, (laughs) So really clear your space, get out of a toxic environment and really try to figure out what makes you happy. Mm. Um, your podcast podcast is called Earn Your Happy, so mm. it, it's kind of probably about everything that you talk yeah. about. But I think that is where the crux of your success begins because it's starting with where you want to feel whole. And before you can help anyone else, and that's what business is, right? Business is, yes, you're monetizing, but you're helping people because you've created something. You can't help other people unless you can help yourself first. first. So... I would say figure out what that is. And for me, it was when I had that first corporate job in Boston, I was training to be a fashion buyer. I thought I was going to make it. I was going to tell my parents like, you guys were wrong. I'm going to make it in the fashion industry and it's going to be amazing. And I, you know, moved all the way across the country and I was totally wrong. Like it was such a toxic environment. It was horrible. I felt so stupid that towards the end of it, and I only lasted eight months, I didn't even trust myself turning on the computer. Like I was like, I felt really dumb. I just, I was not myself at all. And it, a lot of it had to do with my boss, my coworkers, um, and then the nature of the work itself. And so I just knew I needed to quit and then figure out what I was going to do. So I didn't really have a plan when I quit. I just knew that that's step one so that I could clear my mind, clear my mind and go in the right direction Mm. to figure out what really made me happy. Like I I knew what made me happy, but I didn't know how it was going to help me have a salary and actually have a life and, you know, be able to buy things and pay rent. I didn't know. Um, but I had some savings in the bank that I could fall back on for a little bit Mm. while I figured that out. Also, I was teaching Pilates on the side. So it went from teaching two times a week while having a full-time job to to me teaching 12 times a week. And that's hard because as a group fitness instructor, there's only certain times of day when you can teach, like 9 a.m., 12 (laughs) p.m., and 6 p.m. And so you're kind of like all over the city, all over the place, and then trying to fill in the gaps with other things. And so that's when I started to make even more YouTube videos, like in between those gaps. So To be completely honest, when I quit, I didn't know what I was really going to do, but it became my best training ever because Mm. I trained so many people. I really got to understand my audience, understand how to work with people's bodies and stuff. And then I had this extra little bit of time in between my days to film videos and figure that out. So Mm. um, I really appreciate my my bosses and my coworkers because they forced me to to quit and, Mm -hmm. and really appreciate what I have now because... I think some people, some really young people starting on YouTube or social media now kind of grow into their fame. They grow up with their fame and they don't really understand quote unquote real life. Mm. And so sometimes I feel this sense of ungratefulness from, you know, the the young social media stars. And I think they'll they'll learn, but I am so grateful for all my experiences because it truly has brought me to where I am today. Mm. There's so much magic in that, in the transitions and in the little side things. So though, many little side, side things. Oh yeah. my God. And that's the one thing like if we would just if everyone would kind of open up and just take analyze everything that's going on in their life because so many of the little side things that I thought were holding me over until the Mm -hmm. thing became the thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. (laughs) So those were just the side detours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, anything? Um, well, if 
going to the people who are too scared to start yeah. or worried about failing or falling on their face. Um, the truth is everybody does it. The, mm. the greats in the world all fall at some point or all mm. scared or all fail. Take Richard Branson, right? Like he's, in my eyes, one of the most successful businessmen that I can relate to um, in my generation. And you look at him and you go, oh my God, he's so successful, but he's had what, like 10 companies that have been valued over a billion dollars. I mean, like, or trillion, mm. like insane amount. Mm. But what you don't hear is the, the 150 businesses he started and right. failed, mm-hmm. right? Like Virgin Cola, Virgin Condoms. I mean, like he started, which is <laughs> I, very did, I didn't even know that existed. He started Virgin the company condoms. Virgin Condoms. <laughs> how, is how is that going to be better than the others? Do you know? No idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look into but it. But the reason why he called the company Virgin is he wanted an opportunity that no matter what company he started, he's representing a newcomer. And I loved that, mm. right? Because it almost gave him the opportunity to fail and no one mm. judge him, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I'm just a virgin at it. Like, I'm just a starting mm. person. Oh, I like that. Um, but he's failed like over a hundred times in companies that have gone bankrupt. So mm-hmm. I just remind myself of that and say like, even when the greats, the people that I think are like at the top of the pyramid um, can still fall on their face, fantastic now I can too and it just you know no one I think gets to greatness without that and so when you were saying like how do people just start just start tell yourself you're going to fall a million times but tell yourself those falls will help you build it'll be a building brick to what you're trying to build you know your your mansion or house or whatever Mm -hmm. you know metaphor Mm -hmm. so Mm. And sometimes I think actually is very powerful not knowing what you're getting yourself into. Amen. I agree. Well, like, yeah. I think, I think like, we've yes. all spoken oh about that. Haven't we? Though? I'm yeah. so glad that I never know actually. Even at the so now it's come down to like this macro, like this micro level where it's like I don't even want to know what my day is going to actually yeah. look like because <laughs> I'm like maybe I would just stay in bed today <laughs> if I would have known what this was going to be. Just stay in your pajamas. Yeah, there's so much power in be- in like being present. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. And especially present in your business. Otherwise, you're just, there's always going to be a goal. Like you said, you're pushing. It's beautiful that you're pushing out the goalposts. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if that's if that's what you're focused on is the future, it's like you're never getting to where you want to go. And that's why you have to do the bricks by bricks as well, right? You have to know what those little steps are so that when you wake up going, okay, so what's my next step? Mm -hmm. And what's my next step? Because sometimes, yeah, just looking at the goal can sometimes be so daunting that you may never start. I mean, mm. I think the Shiro podcast is a perfect example. Um, I, for me, like I'm not necessarily in the social media world, like mm-hmm. um, in building quest, like I was, I ran our media and our studio department. So I didn't really like do the social, the posting, um, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. And Cassie, who was like one of my best friends, when we started, she wrote, she's like, oh, but you got to do this and you got to do this. And Lisa, don't forget about posting and you have to do this. And I tagged her wrong. She's like, Lisa, you tagged me wrong. <laughs> like, oh my God, like I'm just a mess. <laughs> and so I just kept turning to her going like, this may be a stupid question, but how do I like, do I, what's the difference between adding you and hashtagging you? Mm. But I had no idea what I was getting into because it's not my world. Right. Um, and it's a lot of work. Like mm. it's a lot of work, mm. but I'm glad I didn't know because I would have gone, okay, I may have analyzed the time it's going to take, but I so love what we do that now I would never change anything. But if I'd really like planned it out, I'm going to how many hours a day is this going to take? Like it may have been overwhelming to just start it. Mm. But the fact that I didn't even think about it and I was just like, oh my God, I get to like chat to my best friend, like 
at least once a week for an hour. This is awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, one of the reasons why we started Sheroic um, was so that we could see each other more. Yeah. Because Amazing. Lisa and I are very, uh, I don't even like using the word busy, but, you know, busy people. Right. And we just could not even get together for a dinner. It would yeah. be like once a quarter yeah. or maybe two times a year. It was like so bad. Yeah. So but we, we would start text, a yeah. business. We had to start so a business so that we could see each other. And so it worked out. God, that sounds exact. <laughs> That's like, yeah. This is, I'm laughing because it's like exactly like my friends and I, like we have to either do something. I just saw one of my best friends yeah. yesterday because we were filming a project yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like, why do we always do this? But it's also so fun because yeah. you love, you love both. And that's really, to me, that's when you master life is when your business and your play mm-hmm. become combined. Mm-hmm. I like and that. I get that there's that dance of like, you do need like, okay, let's turn everything off and just be together. Well. But you know whatever we'll figure that out we we're, we're still young we'll figure that out yeah <laughs> um so for both of you because i i can see why you both are brilliant and beautiful and why i love you and why people love you um but why is it that you love you and what makes you feel the most like yourself mm, what makes me feel the most like myself and, and why do you love you what's amazing why do about I you love me i love me because i can have a vision of something and I will figure out exactly what it takes to get there. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know how you guys like visualize the, I don't know how people's brains like work differently, but yeah. mine, like when I see something, for example, I'm planning, um, a big like dance music video thing for pop Pilates in yes. a month. <laughs> and I can see like the camera movements and everything mm. and the theater we're going to shoot in like all in my head and like it plays as a movie in my head in full mm. color and everything like red, red 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 camera style um and i don't know i just i really enjoy mm. like seeing that and uh, something that i that i had to learn as we built our team was that i have to be able to convey that message in my head mm. to other people because it's so crazy and creative and sometimes the words just don't make any sense when they're coming out of your <laughs> mouth i and, love hearing this by the way but, <laughs> but one of the things i've been able to learn over the years is um how to communicate better and mm. also how to I don't how how to creatively collaborate and mm-hmm. and I like that I have the ability to be flexible and to to work with others. Have you it, always had it, that? Or do you have to kind of learn that language? Okay, so it's interesting because when I was younger, I was always like, oh, I want to be group leader, group leader, raise my hand all the time, and I think. A lot, a lot of times when you're a girl and you're doing that, they think that you're being bossy mm-hmm. and egotistical and like, why do you want all the attention? But like, if a boy were doing it, then he's like confident. He's a leader and visionary. Right. Anyway, so I would say when I was younger, even though I, I did the same stuff that I'm doing now, people perceived it differently. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now that I'm in a different place and, you know, this is my team um, and, <laughs> and we're all on the same page and I'm not really, I'm not telling them what to do. We're like working together to create the vision and make mm-hmm. it happen. So I don't know. I really... I, I really love um what I really love about me is is everything (laughs) how beautiful I couldn't I couldn't I don't know I I like a lot of things about me yeah I mean there are also things I don't like about me but I'm working on that 
Yeah, but we're just focusing on what you like. Right yes, now. correct. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so beautiful because I think that's especially for what you do and for like you said when you were talking about business, just you have to really heal yourself first and you have to yeah. you have to know who you are. And you have to really focus and figure out what that was and you've converted how you've healed yourself into helping other people. And now you're helping other people love themselves in that way and get creative and free themselves in such a beautiful way. So that's mm-hmm. exactly what you're doing. So I love that. How about you? Thank you. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> as Katsu was talking, I was like, okay, what do I love about myself? What do I love I about myself? I feel like myself? I just totally rambled. I don't know if I really no, answered the question. Was, oh, the you end. totally yeah. answered it. The know. creativity and the vision, which, by the way, let me go back to that really quick. Yeah. Because when I talk to, like, every epic leader, uh-huh. it's the ability to see the vision at the end really clearly. Mm-hmm. So I sit and a lot of my meditations actually turn into visualizations. Oh. I visualize every single day and I okay. try to put it in color. Okay. And I try to make Wait, it first. Wait, so you mean sometimes it comes in black and white? So. Um, um, sometimes it's just like, yeah, more black. Like oh. I can, I can kind of like see it, but it's not totally clear. So I try to like make, bring it more to life. So they say like, if you really want to feel it, like actually bring it more to life, smell things, hear oh. things, get in the room. And it becomes this full sensory thing that becomes real. And your brain can't tell the difference between your, your like really good, solid visualizations and not real visualization. So for you, just everything you're saying is it's so real to you that uh-huh. it's already happened. Oh. So you're just going to now live it. It's already happened. You're just going to now go and live it and now put words to it. So it's just totally, that's why it works. So well you, you know it. what people need to invent and sorry, I'm like yeah. derailing yeah. you, but they need to invent something that you can wear on your head at night when you go to sleep. So yeah. you can play your dreams in the morning, like a movie. There was a whole thing about, um, but that would really help with visualization. Yeah, totally. <laughs> thing about recording dreams <gasps> and, um, like this machine that was invented and then it was a hoax and then, yeah. Okay, oh. there's two things that I need to happen before I die. Yes. I need there to be a, a dream movie maker on your head okay. and also teleportation. Well, here's I don't, I don't you know. know. How that happens, right? What? I said, you know how that's going to happen. Well, yeah, they have, how? We're going to have to invent it. Mm. I don't know the people like it sounds like a movie too doesn't it like we recorded your dreams at night (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine that you just press a button and it just gets made and you're like wow that'd be so cool wouldn't it take the fun out of it no really really cool. like it puts because, the fun back because, into because. it i don't know if Wait. i want to see my dream yeah i don't know about my because, because maybe this is how you find the next like steven spielberg of the head That's like amazing. i don't know maybe you just create movies in your in your head like All and then right. you just spit them out you don't have to hire your business plan like a computer yeah <laughs> and we're gonna create a new business <laughs> it's like a 3d printer but for dreams there you go anyway let's go back to what you were saying <laughs> I digress, sorry i digress sorry. No, i do okay, this all the time. You you time. Time. <laughs> she's got my back this girl. Okay. um i think the thing that i'm most proud of is that i'm able to adapt and grow and change without getting my ego dented mm. and that took a long time to train myself to get there but as a kid and as a young girl it, awesome. it was like i got picked on i had the braces i had the unibrow i had the, the big yes. hair. like i was all talking to my girl. tribe <laughs> girl with like you know um and so i just you know i would defend myself even when i knew i was wrong i would argue a point even if i was it was pointed out that i was wrong mm. because i just had an ego where i had to protect myself because i felt like i didn't have much right it's like well if you're getting picked on from your looks okay well now all you have is what you say and so if now you're being challenged there so i spent a lot of my time um 
defending myself and not mm. meaning to like it wasn't like a very conscious thing but I never really got anywhere in life right mm. it's like I wasn't really achieving much I wasn't really feeling like I was growing I was spending most of my time with my defenses up mm. and once I realized like growth mindset that you can actually change the way you think and then how you think actually affects your actions mm. and then your actions actually affect your outcome it was a different world for me mm. and that along with not succumbing to my emotions because we all have the time of the month we all have our ups and downs our brain is basically telling us a lie of what world we live in right if your brain is feeling down and upset it's telling you that the world around you is depressing mm -hmm. and if something happens to you in a day and three things are great and four things are bad you focus on the four bad and I just thought this I can control this. Like, I don't have to focus on the bad. Mm. I can actually change the brain chemistry right now. I don't have to succumb to my emotions that is feeling sorry for myself because I, it's the time of the month. Like, no, you don't have to. And then when I realized, wow, this is actually my control and this is my power and I'm able to control my mindset. And yeah, that was, mm. it changed my life it changed my relationship with my husband because I realized I didn't have to be the victim right like woe is me um I'm getting neglected for my husband because he's working too much it's like no okay feel empowered what are you guys doing together what are you building how do you become a partnership how do you change that so now you're not woe is me you feel empowered because you're like me and my husband are building this thing together and it's all perspective mm. so that changed my life Mm, and so I'm very proud that. that I'm and I'm also working on it it's never easy mm -hmm. it's like training it's a muscle in the gym I know you talk about that a lot about training in the gym and the the way you think see things through like resistance like you put in your real life and how you use that for the mind as well it's exactly that mm. it's you have to practice you have to train you have to remind yourself every day um of who you are and what you want to do mm. so. you're kind of reminding me it's, it's so good um it just, I love, I love that realization of how, wow, we have an, a say in everything we do in the second we wake up and how we want to feel like we get to pick every day. It's not, I mean, they're proving it with our, our genetics, everything. It's not your DNA. It's not right. your genetics. You get to pick and your environment has such a massive impact on it. I was on set yesterday with a guy named Luke and he was telling me he's taking, uh, we were doing a fitness, fitness stuff. And he was telling me he's also taking acting classes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, I really want to take acting classes. And he's mm -hmm. like, it's interesting though, for really positive people, because some of your roles you have to go into are like a really dark or negative person. And oh. for that time I thought, I don't know if I'd want to do that. He ah. said, because sometimes you, when you really want to learn it, you go fully into that role. Mm -hmm. So you play it even when you're not playing it to really feel it. Oh. So I'd have to wake up and look at life. Let's say, I'm going to just say Mary who's depressed and she's been, you know, in horrible relationships and has this awful past. She can't seem to get through. And I was like, oh man, I wouldn't want to look through Mary's lenses every day though, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I thought, literally we wake up and I'm like, we decide who we are. So now, now I know who Lori is, right? You know who Cassie is, you know who Lisa is. And you wake up and you say, how would my highest self be today? It's really, we're picking a character every single day, kind of like mm. we're drinking Kool-Aid every yeah, single day. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so You guys have to listen to that or their podcast to figure out what we're talking about because you must figure out what the Kool-Aid is. Um, <laughs> so it was when I was on their podcast. So who would you say is your character that you pick every day. Ooh, who's my character? Yeah. Um, let me think. Um, 
Can I answer for her? Yeah. yeah can you answer so for me? Wanna, so you have, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. She's a blend of the most savvy businesswoman you've ever met mm. and a Disney princess. Oh, oh I'm <laughs> like, obsessed with like, Disney princesses. <laughs> and I wish I was, I wish I was quick enough. And this is where like talking about improvement, I need to improve. I wish I'd thought of some, like the, the businesswoman that I want to associate you with you, you with, but literally like one of the most kindest, most powerful business savvy women mm. in the world as a Disney princess. Which Aww. Disney princess? That's I, your, That's your pick? Jasmine? Mm. I don't know. Maybe um, a a mixture of all? Actually, I, I really I really like Pocahontas, though. She's yeah. not technically a... Well, she's a in, yeah. Native yeah. American she's, princess. Yeah, yeah. Princess. She's my favorite. But yeah. I, because Sakasi's got like this super, super just genteel, sweet side where she loves dresses and dressing up I do. and clothes <laughs> and hair and nails sparkles. and sparkles. And <laughs> you, so get, you, talk, you talk business with this woman and it, it, there's a whole different side to her. Mm. And that was a big reason why we wanted to do the podcast together because it's like to show that side that we don't often get to express in our daily lives um you know people obviously know you as you know the fitness and stuff but like after day one I don't know if people know how we met but Cassie was actually on one of our shows in, at Quest called Cooking Clean with Quest amazing um yeah. and we did three seasons I think we did something like that um, yeah and so I just saw her as this YouTuber right not just the YouTuber but you know a yeah. kind of celebrity that came in and then I started talking to her and she's talking about clothing and understanding business and stitching and garments and building a YouTube and understanding the mechanics behind it and logistics and so yeah, that at least for me was like completely mind blowing mm. and the juxtaposition of the two, I find so unique and that's why like I Aww. absolutely adore you. So mm. I just kind of took over your answer. No, there, actually, but. thank you. Cause I don't know what I would have said. I was actually stuck. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you. I got your back, girl. So maybe I should answer for you. Go on then. Okay. I know. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I think... Lisa is also a combination, but her character has to be someone who wears black all the time. So, <laughs> yes. like Catwoman, Ooh, okay. <laughs> because because Cat you're Woman. sexy, okay. you're um you're like a a feline, and you're fierce, Ooh. and you can really like uh, scale any type of building or challenge that's in your way while seducing your husband. Wow, <laughs> I literally can see it. I feel like this was all set up, but that's a freaking. <laughs> Great answer. I'm gonna take that recording. Do we have Halloween costumes now? I know. Yeah. Or take yeah. that recording from the podcast and put it on phone and just like walk around and press play all the time. Like this is oh, who I am. Yeah. Is your business card? Can you guys just? Is that your uniforms? You're like ride around the river bend. <laughs> <Now, laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, What's you can. Yours? Yeah. Well, I'm mildly obsessed with Disney princesses as well. Who's your actually. favorite? Who's your favorite? So I was called Pocahontas my whole life. I used to have dark hair because I'm Native no! American. Oh my so god. They, wait, like, wait, hold my on. Your friends bu- and I'm Native American, but yes, oh. the blonde might be throwing you off. Oh. So my parents, like my mom and one of my best friends, was legit like totally upset when I dyed my hair blonde because they were like you're not my Pocahontas anymore and I was like ah, I'll be who's the one frozen Elsa, Elsa you're so Elsa, Elsa. you're totally Elsa. Elsa right now you're totally Elsa right now um but I would say a combination of like uh if we're using Disney princesses just something like that with 
like someone with grace and ease and flow, but also really fierce. So maybe yeah. like Wonder Woman mixed with the princess. Wonder Woman. Oh my gosh! Well, I was Wait, say, yeah. Have you guys seen the movie yes. twice? Oh my gosh! Obs- it is obsessed, guys. I was like, when on she the rolls plane. in on her knees like oh. that one. Do you know oh, the scene? Yeah. Guys, like, I was watching this on the plane, like, eating, like, my rice and fish. And then, like, I was literally, like, my, my feet were together and I was bouncing, like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yes, go, girl. Oh, my God. And then when all the Amazons and their hotness and, like, oh killing people, God. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I want to be an Amazon. I was oh so God. jealous that I wasn't like an extra in that movie or something. That would have oh been so much Oh my gosh, fun. it was so good, Can guys. we recreate that? Yes. We really could recreate yes. it. I mean, we it was like, it's an out-of-body experience oh actually when you watch it. But I think so it's, good. I think what it did was it just, it, it unleashed all of us. Yeah, yeah it was so good. It was, it was a so reminder. Good. I felt like I was going to take it on the world afterward. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps just Me too, it. look at it. My hairs are sticking up. Power. Oh, oh, so what is it? I mean, but why, why was that so powerful and how do we tap into that every day? Is there a way that you guys do that? You Got it. Me? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, you know how, how do you unleash? You know how you were talking about me and my sense of knowing? Yeah. Wonder Woman just knew. Like she, yeah. everyone was like, well, no, the, the people aren't good. They don't like that. And you're not really here to fight Aries and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was like, no, well, that's just what I'm going to do. And that's what she did. And nothing stood in her way. Mm. And then she was at the end was also very powered by love um, yeah. and driven by that too. So she was just like super intuitive yeah. and knew what to do. And she also worked out a lot. So something that really um, people, especially women feel empowered by seeing other women like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Oh, she can do it. I can do it too. And I think that that's a big reason why um, social media and, you know, YouTube is a, there's, it's become such a big thing because people feel they can relate to him. Like, Oh, well, if Cassie can do it, that means I can mm-hmm, do it too. And mm-hmm. so people feel empowered by seeing this sort mm. of thing. And over the last few years, it's been like, it's such superhero heavy, but it's all been male. Mm. And as female empowerment um, and, you know, your podcast and our podcast mm-hmm. and the things that we do and the things that we're, you know, like you're hearing more and more of it. And so I think now women are recognizing the power of speaking up, of saying like, hey, look, it's not that we want to be better than men. It's not that we want to be treated better than men. It's mm-hmm. that we just want that equality and that we want to be able to hold a sword and go out and fight mm-hmm. just like everybody else. I mean, look at the armies, right? Even right now in the military, you have women all the time in the military mm-hmm. now. Um, and yet most of the time when you think about it, even I do, I think about the men in the military. I don't often think about the women mm-hmm. that are out there fighting. Mm. And so I just think it just empowers us mm. to go, wow, I can do it too. Even if it's fictional, we all know it's fictional. Yeah. Right? But yeah. like you said, like we just leave there and go, all right. Like I was like, I want to get to the gym. I want to do push-ups. Like, mm. like, <laughs> because it just gets inside you. And I think that that's important and showing people that anything is possible. Mm. And that's why your podcast is so amazing. Um, and, you know, things that we watch, it just, it reminds us of the humanity of what we can actually achieve, whether we're women or not. Mm. So. Beautiful. Why is it our responsibility to go through the muck and to be as fully us as possible? When you say us, who do you mean? Uh, fully you. Like women, Why is it or... so important for you to fully be you, like your most powerful female divine unleashed self? Hmm. I don't like to lie. And I feel like if I'm not 
my true self, then I'm <clears throat> robbing myself of something. Mm-hmm. When I think that I could literally walk outside your house right now and get hit by a car. Like, mm-hmm. and I know that for some people that's really morbid. I find Mm-mm. that so empowering because I don't know what's going to happen. Sure. I try and I live my life and I plan to try and live to at least a hundred, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not no joke. Like at least a yeah. hundred. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I may walk outside your house today and die. So if that's the case, why am I pretending to be someone I'm not? Why am mm-hmm. I holding myself back on a dream that I may mm. have? Um, because you may only have one chance. You may only have one hour left. And so I think that's important for me. Now, I don't go out on a daily basis and actively think that every time I do something. Right. Um, I just slowly remind myself You're of that. You're just in that. touch with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. What about you? What about you? Uh, what was the question again? It was why so beautiful, it? I forgot. Oh. I know, we're like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm going to get some champagne up here in a second. Um, why is it so important for you to be fully Cassie unleashed for the world? Um, Because I think that that's what our gift is to the world. It's Mm. ourselves and what we can bring into it, what goodness we can bring Mm. into it. And so all the experiences that we're put through, all the nasty stuff, the beautiful stuff, it's meant to build us to become the potential of who we're supposed to be. And it's, I would say it's our responsibility Mm -hmm. to find a way to share what you've learned with the world so that people can keep um, just building on top of that. Mm, I I love that word because I really believe it is our responsibility to be us. I think that mm-hmm. we've been given all of these layers around the us of who we really are. And I think it's just the fun in our job to learn the lessons in order to step into who we fully are. So that's so beautiful. And I'm so glad that you guys are fully stepping in every single day because it gives me permission to fully step in. So I could, I just looked at the clock. I was going to say, you do that Uh, all the time with your stuff. You're like, you're so brutally honest. Yeah. And that's why... I adore you and I know Cassie does mm-hmm. it's just the honesty on the like no shame right like mm. yes I failed yes I yeah. did this oh my god I slipped here this was a mess but without if you're not talking about it and all you're talking about is the glories that you've achieved I think you're giving the young kids out there a false hope totally mm. right but mm. like set them I always say set people up for success like I want people to succeed mm-hmm. I don't want to feel pow- be powerful by bringing other people down I want us to all be powerful so I think to do that giving the honesty makes you know other people realize oh it's not going to be easy oh they didn't have it easy oh so i have to fail and it's okay to fail because these guys have done it Mm. yeah and and when you're not being honest you may fool the people around you but you really are not fooling yourself and i think we all know when we are being fake with ourselves and that just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. you see how she was trying to wrap up though and i get yeah sorry yeah i i i saw that i I love it I was like, no, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll just into two hours. I'm cool. Honestly, we continue. Yeah. I know. Sure. I was just thinking we're gonna. I'm like, I want to talk to them about business, and then I want to break this down. Okay, and kids. Oh God, we, that's a whole. We didn't get a chance to talk about whether we should have kids or not in business. Vote yes or no. Should we? I'm just, yeah. <laughs> on the new Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many children should I have? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not ever Just do that. Just letting social media decide okay. for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a oh, new God. reality show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
it would be. Don't give people ideas. I know. So crazy. I could talk to you guys forever. I'm not even kidding you. I feel like we just like got into this conversation. I know. I feel like it's just the warm up. Like barely. I know. I know. We should really do like an hour pre warm up and then start recording. But anyway. Okay. I adore you both. And I'm going to answer or I'm going to have you both answer my last question individually. Um, so first of all, I just want to acknowledge you both and say thank you again for coming on. I adored going on your podcast. I've adored the time that we've spent together, um, getting to know you. And I'm just really inspired, deeply, deeply inspired by the work that you guys do in the world, but how authentically you do it being, uh, in person with you, your energy is just so comforting and loving, and you really are doing it because it's your purpose and you're being pulled and called to it mm-hmm. to not only heal yourself, but heal the planet. So I'm so grateful for you guys. Aww, thank um, you. Oh my God, you're amazing. It's like so much fun. So, uh, with that said, the question that I always end on is what, let me think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, what do I always say? I don't remember. Okay, you're in an elevator. It's only it's only 30 seconds or less. That's oh. it. It's only like two floors. Oh and someone, God. total stranger, looks over at you and says, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? 30 seconds. You go first. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> okay, so what did you do over this last week? What act have you done that you've actually looked back on and you smile? Find out what that is. Okay, how do you do more of it? Okay, is this something that interests you to do as a business? If so, how do you make money from it? How do you break it down? Um, Because I think that you even said it earlier, I can't remember the phrase you used, but once you blend in like your business with your passion, with your desires, and then surround yourself with with people that echo that, right? Your tribe. man the achievements you can do and that when you fail because I know I keep talking about this but you will fail along that journey when you do you're going to be so happy because of what you're doing every day is so energizing Mm. so um look back in the last week what was the fun thing you did keep doing that if you end up hating it try something else amazing 30 seconds okay (laughs) hello stranger (laughs) hello (laughs) okay what floor you going to yeah (laughs) oh that's i'll go to the other floor i don't know what to tell you (laughs) hello stranger um if currently you are not happy to be in this elevator and going to work or whatever you're doing then i want you to think about something that does make you happy and if you don't know what that word means then think about something that is positive and if it gives your body the good kind of chills and it makes your heart warm and makes it start beating more then try to do a little bit more of that every day and it'll lead you to the right place so beautiful you guys thank you so much for being on and you guys if you loved this episode as much as i did make sure you share it with your friends and until next time earn your happy bye everyone thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the earn your happy podcast i am so glad that you stopped by if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye.